Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you've been capped out of your pension, should you consider venture capital trusts? A bold move from Lloyd's Bank on overdraft charges, will others follow suit? And why tax-free childcare accounts are making money readers ball? Welcome to The Money Show, the FT's weekly podcast on personal finance and investing. I'm Claire Barrett, FT Money Editor, and I'll be giving you this week's money news in downloadable form. The UK's top earners can now only get the benefit of pensions tax relief on a meagre £10,000 worth of savings a year, thanks to the tapered annual allowance. Many are therefore being drawn to venture capital trusts, that's VCTs for short, as an alternative. While there are generous tax breaks on offer, they also carry higher risks and charge higher fees than conventional investments. Joining me now in the studio to discuss is Alex Davies, Chief Executive of High Net Worth Investment Service, Wealth Club. Welcome, Alex. Hello. So what's all the fuss about? Why are they becoming so much more mainstream? Well, you mentioned the pension changes. That's a big um, reason. But there's also been a general crackdown on wealthier investors and where they can put their money tax efficiently and simply. You've had the crackdown on buy-to-let. We've got the new dividend tax, which means if you're high net worth, you're probably paying much more income tax on your investments. And really, the last remaining decent option out there, or one of them, is venture capital trusts. Now, you comment in FT Money this week that people mention VCTs, but then say in the same breath, oh, but they're really risky, aren't they? So why is that? Well, I think they do have a certain level of risk. You are investing in small companies which fail more frequently than hence larger the companies, tax break. and hence the tax break. And they're also quite illiquid. However, they're not the sort of insanely risky startups you might imagine. Typically, you're investing in quite established businesses, not um, two men in a room or two women in a room with a <laughs> ping pong table. Exactly. But investors may also be surprised about how expensive this form of investment is, because we're not talking about listed companies that a, a manager can just go and buy shares in. These are generally unlisted companies that have to meet quite strict investment criteria. That's right. There are quite high fees, but I think you can't compare venture capital trusts with, say, investing in a mainstream unit trust. That would be like comparing apples and pears. Number one, these funds are generally far smaller, probably about 50 million on average. Mm -hmm. So there just aren't the economies of scale. But much more importantly, it's so much more involved. It's a really hands-on investment. So 
there isn't lots of research on all these companies that you can access. So as a fund manager, you have to do all the due diligence. And then once you get into the company, you generally take a seat on the board and you'd be there actively managing that company towards an exit. So a bit more Dragon's Den. That's correct. Um, So can you tell us how you use VCTs in your own portfolio and how they're attractive to you as part of your overall? Yes, certainly. Well, I was first drawn to them sort of in 2011-12 when the pension changes started kicking in and you know, I was busily trying to save for my future, putting lots of money each year in a pension and suddenly I couldn't. So venture capital trust seemed like the next best thing. And since then, each year I've been putting a, you know, a significant amount in them. And I, at first I was again worried about the risk, but I found them to be exceptionally good investments as I think most investors will over the last 10 years they've actually produced phenomenal returns you know continually thumping out dividends of six seven eight percent per year and the great thing about those dividends is that because we should talk a little bit about the the tax structure of a a venture capital trust so the dividends are tax-free the money that you put in you can put a maximum of £200,000 in a year? That's correct. And you get tax relief for 30% on that investment. So for £100,000, you get £30,000 back from the tax man. So it's very tax efficient. And the dividends are tax-free. And when you come to sell, that they're is, also that's tax-free. All, exactly. It's also, most, most returns come through the dividends, which are tax-free. And any growth is also tax-free. And the other rule that people should note is that you have to keep the money in for a minimum of five years in order to qualify for the That's the correct. And in reality, we found with all our own clients, most people have had these investments for far longer than five years. Once you've got them, once you start getting a decent regular stream of income, it's something you hold on forever. Well, thank you very much there to Alex Davies, Chief Executive of Wealth Club. You can read FT Money's cover feature, Should I Invest in VCTs, which is on sale this weekend, as part of the main FT Weekend newspaper on Saturday, or read online from Friday on ft.com slash money. As the middle of the month approaches, are you in the black or in the red? The level of charges on bank overdrafts make them one of the most expensive forms of short-term borrowing, prompting regulators to express concern. But ahead of expected rule tightening, one major high street bank has made a surprise announcement. Joining me now to discuss is Emma Dunkley, the FT's retail banking correspondent. Welcome, Emma. Hi, Claire. So, what's the big announcement? So Lloyd's Banking Group has become the first major high street lender to come out and radically overhaul its overdraft charges. Essentially, it's planning to abolish its unarranged overdraft fees from November, which is great news for millions of people across the UK. It's one of the biggest causes of our perpetual debt problem. And a number of MPs have come out today endorsing the move as a result. But they've gone further and they're also changing their arranged overdraft fee structure. So what they're doing is making it much simpler and transparent by removing some of the additional charges that people can incur. For example, if they don't have enough funds in their overdraft, then they get hit with a with another fee. What they're doing instead is replacing all of these charges with one simple fee of one P per day for every £7 spent in the overdraft. So why have they done this? Well, Lloyds will claim that they're forward thinking and they're ahead of the pack and they're doing this to help customers. But behind the scenes is a major review that was undertaken by the Competition and Markets Authority. It took some two years and cost £5 million with a view to increasing competition in the UK market. They found that high street banks weren't working hard enough for their customers and that 
one of the key problems is that they don't treat customers who are in their overdrafts fairly by imposing these complicated and often excessive fees. Recent research by which the consumer group found that some unarranged overdraft fees can cost almost eight times more than a payday loan. And we've all heard the stories about how much payday loans have uh, charged in the past in terms of their interest rates. So the next crackdown then can be expected to land on on overdraft. So I've got to ask you, as a retail banking correspondent, do you think that other banks will follow suit and copy Lloyd's? I think they will. This is partly because the CMA, the Competition and Markets Authority, has set a August the 2nd deadline for all the high street banks to impose their own monthly maximum charge on unarranged overdraft fees. So this should prompt them to at least make changes around their unarranged overdrafts. But I'm sure many will go further in a similar move to Lloyd's and perhaps overhaul some of their arranged overdraft charges as well, seeing that Lloyd's has now set the standard. Yes, well, certainly from my experiences on the BBC One programme right on the money, which is airing this week, folks, I can tell you that overdraft charges for a lot of the people that I helped on that programme were a really big problem just because of this perpetual debt cycle that you talk about. They'd be hit by, in one case, a gentleman was hit by 10 different £10 charges for misdirect debits because he didn't have an arranged overdraft. He paid £130 in one month in bank charges, all added up, and yet he only earned £1,000 a month. So the next month he started off down and, surprise, surprise, he couldn't make the payments again and it got into a situation where he was just perpetually racking up charges and it just took one phone call and the bank gave him an arranged overdraft it's crazy but hopefully this will prompt people to have a look at their have a look at their own finances and take action brilliant well thanks very much there to emma dunkley retail banking correspondent you can read her piece in the ft weekend newspaper or online now at ft.com slash money if you have small children you will no doubt be used to temper tantrums however many parents are throwing a wobbly of their own due to frustrations with hmrc's new tax-free childcare accounts joining me now to throw all of her toys out of the pram is lucy warwick ching ft money's digital editor welcome lucy hello so in your family money column this week you've been weighing up the old and the new systems for getting government help with childcare costs and it's been quite a difficult choice Yes, so I'm currently using the government childcare voucher system. So it means I sacrifice some of my salary and the FT pays me my salary in vouchers. So it means that I save the tax on those vouchers and then I pay part of my nursery fees with those vouchers. But it doesn't work perfectly for us because my husband's self-employed, so he can't claim the vouchers from his employer. So it, it means we're kind of getting half the benefit. But this new system, you thought, mm, sounds better. Yes. So I think the new system will work for us, but I'm still not totally sure. Basically, the uh, it's called the tax-free childcare account. And for every £8 a parent pays in, the government adds £2. So that's up to a maximum of £2,000 free from the government per year. So if you're Per child. Per child. Yeah. So if you're paying... £10,000 for a nursery fee, which you could possibly be, you can get £2,000 of that from the government with this new account. So the problem started when you went online to investigate and apply for the new scheme because it's an entirely digital platform, but unfortunately doesn't quite appear to be working properly. No, I mean, I I had actually meant to set up one of these accounts a couple of months ago when I last wrote about it, but 
funnily enough, there was always something better to do than, than go online <laughs> and set up this account. But I, I last week, I finally sat down and, and got my things together and tried to do it. And just the website kept logging me out. I kept thinking that I was just about to do it. And then I needed another piece of information. And when I went off to get that information, the website logged me out and said that it had technical difficulties. I did end up signing up for it, but it took me so much longer than I thought it would. When I started ranting about it on social media, I lots of other parents complained about exactly the same thing. They're not complaining about being given this this benefit. Everyone's very grateful for this, but they think that the HMRC should actually sort out its website and and make it much easier to use. And in the article, um, certainly HMRC says it is having some teething problems, it recognises that. And it has also given um, a helpline, which is in the piece, which we've made free to read, which you can phone up if you are having problems. Although, ironically, some people have also said they're having problems with getting through on that. So the website woes aside, whichever system you're on, the voucher system or the tax-free childcare account, from September, parents of three and four-year-old children will be able to get extra free childcare hours. It's currently 15 for most parents if you qualify, and this will double to 30. Good news? Well, yes, it is good news on the whole, but I perhaps naively thought, great, well, from September, my child will be three, and so I'll be able to claim this because there is some caveats on it, but I thought we fulfilled all the criteria. Both parents must be earning at least £120 a week, but neither of you can have an annual income of more than £100,000. But actually, I don't even think 50% of nurseries are actually offering this because they claim that they can't afford to do it. So they say that they would have to up their fees in order to provide it. And I know my nursery is doing the sums at the moment, but I don't think that they will be offering this. So you won't be able to get those free hours at all? Which really, you know, is a manifesto pledge to improve the options for childcare for any politicians out there listening to the podcast. It's a miserable, miserable state of affairs. So, I mean, there was a, a line in your column that absolutely staggered me. Somebody who has stepchildren and has not had to put them through through nursery care about how much it costs. I mean, tell us. Yes, I mean, it is, it's a third more than we pay on our mortgage payments. I've got two children under under four and for childcare alone, I don't think we've actually added up exactly how much we pay because it's just too depressing, but it's almost £2,000 a month on childcare. So a message if it were needed um, to get to the government, please sort out this website and please sort out the nursery system. Well, thank you very much, Lucy, for joining us and telling us about the experiences that you've had. As I said, you can read Lucy's column for free online now, ft.com slash money. Please get in touch with us and tell us at the bottom of the article the experiences that you have had of this scheme and of childcare costs in general, and we will publish as many of your responses as we can in FT Money next week. That's all from The Money Show this week. If you've got a story you'd like the FT Money team to follow up or a question to pose to our team of financial experts, get in touch. Email us money at ft.com, tweet us at ftmoney or comment on our articles online at ft.com slash money. We'll be back next Thursday at the usual time. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.